We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and coach B. King in the house. Hi, so glad you're here. How was your holiday? How was your Christmas? How was your Hanukkah? How was your Kwanzaa? How was your celebration? However you choose to celebrate. Mine was amazing. On Christmas Eve, I shared a post about how grief and joy can coexist. And I really leaned into that this holiday. And I think it made for such a memorable Christmas experience. Now I'm Jewish, but I can get down with the Christmas celebration. I, there's a lot of things that I don't understand or don't agree with. There's a lot of things that I can get on board with. I love just the tradition of being together, whatever that is for you. Uh, For me and our family, we have now (laughs) created this tradition where my sister and my niece and my brother-in-law y'all sleep over and we just have like, it's like, feels like a little winter break. It's just so fun. We don't have our normal schedule or agenda and we just have the best quality time. We play pickleball, we play games, we just sit and we laugh, we watch movies, we watch sports. It's just the best. And I love that because I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have these family traditions. So it's so fun because Brian and I are creating these values within our family unit. And it's not only impacting us, but it's impacting our beautiful family, extended family as well. So that's just so much fun. Um, what, like what else? I, I think too, the other thing, the thing that I love is just the giving the aspect of wrapping gifts and giving them. And I feel like I could just sit and watch people unwrap the gifts that I thoughtfully chose for them all day long. It's my favorite thing. It is, I could not, I don't, I won't, don't need anything. So just to be in that space to, to give and not need anything in return is so much fun. And that's one of my favorite parts of the holiday. Um, I also just love the spirit of just believing, you know, there's, there's a lot of things about the whole Santa, uh, that I don't love. And I, this is, if you don't agree with me, these are my opinions. Um, I really hate the, like, be good, get a gift. Like, you know how I feel about good and bad. Uh, but what I do love about Santa is just the believing, I just love the believing. I love the aspect of believing in something bigger than ourselves. And that is something that I can for sure get on board with. So I've just been loving it. I've been having so much fun with getting in the spirit. My husband loves, 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 loves Christmas. And I love that he loves it so much. So I just get totally wrapped up in it with him as well. So much fun. So earlier today, before I record this podcast, my sister and my niece, we just got to hang out in the backyard and soak up the sunshine. And I just think because I made space for the sadness, the grief that I was feeling about my dad passing away, that I could really be open to this experience for Christmas, seeing everything through my baby girl's eyes for the first time. It's like, there's so much magic. And I'm just reminded time and time again, how magical tiny humans are and what a gift and blessing it is to have them in our life, not only for Brian and I, but also for our families. Like it's just 
brings us together in a way that I just didn't even know was possible. And I'm just feel so grateful for that. So this episode, what are we here talking about? We're talking about the end of the year, last podcast episode of the year. So crazy. As I was reflecting of my highs and lows, my wins and lessons, I recorded an episode every Tuesday for 2022. That's amazing. This is like my longest committed relationship. Uh, No, that's not true. My longest committed relationship is with Brian. But this second, I mean, I've been podcasting now for three years and I've been incredibly consistent with it. And I'm very proud of myself. I even batch recorded three months worth of content while I went on maternity leave. Like, come on, that, that just shows you how much I freaking love you because every week I make this podcast episode for you because I want to serve. I want to make sure that I provide value in your life to help you maybe approach your life differently. Think about your life differently. Think about yourself differently. So I think that that is amazing. This is the last podcast episode of the year. And I've stayed so consistent with it. So proud of myself. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about doing a year end review. And I talk about this every year and I will continue to talk about it everywhere because it's through lessons. It's through evaluation that you learn about yourself and where you want to go. A lot of times people think they don't have time to do it. They'll do it in their head, that it's a waste of time. And I'm telling you, it is the most valuable thing that you can do. And it is so simple that you not doing it is actually setting yourself up for failure. I'm going to be straight up. If you don't spend time reviewing your year, you're just going to end up making the same mistakes. That quote, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, the definition of insanity. That's how a lot of people approach their new years. Like they think, oh, this I'm going to wake up like January 1st is some magical date that's new. The only reason why January 1st feels like this date that's going to change everything is because our thoughts. But after those thoughts go away, we lack motivation, we lack inspiration, determination, commitment, and we just fall back into old patterns because it's familiar for our brain. So what we do when we take a step back and we reflect, then we can make the necessary adjustments moving forward. We want to learn from our mistakes. We want to learn from our missteps because we will run into them again. And if you don't reflect, you're just going to, again, keep repeating the same thing and you're going to get crappy results. And I don't want you to get crappy results. I want to help you get magnificent results this year. I want to help you get 100% of your results this year. I am so committed to that for you because I know it's possible. And the way that we do that is through a reflection and evaluation process. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about why it is so important to do a year end review. First, you want to look at your wins, right? We are often so quick to go over the things that we do well. We like don't even spend time celebrating them or feeling proud of ourselves because we don't think it's good enough. We often set goals from not enoughness, from insufficiency. So when we set a goal from a place of not enough, when we reach that goal, it still never feels like enough. And we keep setting goals from that place, which is chasing the carrot. We just think that if we can continue to move forward, that we will eventually be enough. But if you're not setting it from a place of of enoughness, a place of sufficiency, it will never, ever be enough. So we always want to look at what our lessons are from the year. So what did you experience in 2022 and what have you learned from them? I believe that every life lesson, every life experience comes with a very important lesson, right? 
Now we can let these circumstances, right? Pass us by. We can look at them and let them pass it by. But a lot of times it's important to understand them, process them, and then identify what you learned from those experiences, right? So our life lessons are wrapped up in the problems that we face. And the problems that we face are our thoughts about our life circumstances. So when we spend time evaluating, we can identify what we've learned from the year. So we can apply that for when we come up against another challenge in 2023, we're like, wait, I came up against this challenge before. What did I learn from it? What can I do differently? And then that becomes your strategy. So this is a very important piece of the puzzle, because if you can celebrate right? You can actually feel proud of yourself that what you're doing is enough. And then you can learn from your lessons. I mean, if you just do those two things, you're going to set yourself up to have a very intentional 2023. So being able to look at what we're doing in our life and how we're reacting to our life circumstances. I mean, that will just change the game. That will just change the game for you. So when you do a year-end review, you have the opportunity to learn from your mistakes, celebrate your wins, learn from your mistakes, your failures, your missteps, right? Actually zoom out and get a bird's eye view of your year and look at all the amazing things that you did accomplish. And then this also helps you regain focus. So maybe towards the end of the year, like for me, I had, you know, a little detour because my father passed away. And for a couple of weeks, I was just in a grief wave and it was hard for me to focus on anything else other than what I was feeling and what I was experiencing. So by doing an end of year review, it really helped me regain my focus as I close out 2022 and I enter 2023, because now I'm not just all consumed about what happened, you know, at the end of the year, but I can really see it for a big picture. And that helps me get clear on like, what are my next steps in my life and in my business? So after you use a year in review to regain your focus, it also helps start your 2023 on a high note, because when we tell our brain to focus on something positive, we produce much higher level quality thinking, um, much higher level quality feeling results, all of that comes from starting on a high note. So if you start the year focusing on the things that worked, you spend the year focusing on the lessons you learn, it helps you regain your focus. I mean, you're giving yourself some pretty good momentum into the new year. Now, again, to me, the new year, January 1st is an arbitrary date. It only means something until we give it meaning. Our brains give it meaning. So many people get so hyped up at the beginning of the year and it slowly starts to fall off because their thoughts start to change about that new year juju. So we're going to create thoughts at the beginning of the year that you get to intentionally think all year long so you don't have to rely on feeling motivated all the time. You don't have to rely on feeling inspired, right? You can have these intentional thoughts that are gonna continue to move you forward. And the way that you come up with these intentional thoughts is in fact by doing a year-end review. That's what it's about. So I did a little um, reflection because I love to be a student of my teachings, of course. 
And I'm just going to share some highs and some lows and the lessons that I learned and how I'm going to apply that for 2023. Because I think doing this exercise really helps me get super clear on where I want my focus to go. And that makes everything else kind of melt away in the backdrop. Like I know that it's not important right now because I spent the time getting clear on what is important. So I went through and I wrote down my wins and my lessons. And these are the things that I came up with and I'm going to share them with you and how this applies to you. So I would say my ultimate high, my ultimate win, my biggest accomplishment in 2022, you probably can guess it. Um, Yes, it's becoming a mom, keeping a little human alive. I mean, that's been the ultimate um, on so many different levels. Like I am so in love with this process. I didn't know what to expect. I actually was very nervous because I had heard so many different stories. I heard so many different thoughts. And I very easily, um, um, I absorb a lot of people's energy and I absorb a lot of thoughts. So sometimes it was confusing of what was my thoughts, what were my own thoughts versus someone else's, but going through the experience of becoming a mom at the beginning of the year and where I am now, 10 months later, it's just been the biggest gift of my life. Um, getting to witness a little human just growing before your eyes is incredible and giving selflessly to this human and taking care of the human while simultaneously taking care of myself and being so proud of myself for doing that. I'm looking at my vision board and my goal was to take care of myself. Self-care was my priority. And I did that. And I'm so proud of myself for doing that because I've been able to show up for my baby girl in such a big way. So that is one of my biggest highs is that keeping a human alive, keeping myself alive, like just amazing. And go off of that is I learned how to be a mom and a business owner. And that was a huge, huge high for me because I was terrified. Like I remember getting coached on this so many times that I was worried about what was going to happen to my business. And because I had intentional thoughts about my business, I realized that I have room for both That my business is my first baby. And I'm not just going to let my first baby just fall off, right? Like I still nurtured and took care of this baby and it came back to me tenfold. So that was a huge high was being both a mom and a business owner. And I'm just so excited to take everything that I learned this year and apply it in 2023, because another part of that high is hitting my revenue goal, hitting my business goal while working less and taking almost half the year off. And that is not a coincidence. That is learning from my 2021 because 2021 was the exact opposite. I hustled my ass off. I hustled, hustled, hustled. I got things done, but at the expense of feeling exhausted by the end of the year. And I knew that that wasn't sustainable. So I had to do things differently. And the way that I learned that was from doing a year end review. If I just went into 2022 without doing a year end review at 2021, I probably would have done the same thing and would have been exhausted right now. But because I learned from it and I made self-care and slowing down and doing less a priority, I mean, I'm sitting here feeling pretty good about my energy levels, about where I'm at, my goals, myself, my life, all of the things. And that is, I can confidently say that that is literally from doing a year-end review. Another high was traveling with Ellie. Another fear that I had before I had a baby was that our traveling and our adventures were going to stop. That couldn't be further from the truth. Love definitely looks different, but it's so much fun. And again, it's within those experiences that builds those 
memories and also just like makes us feel like so like such a unit such a team like Brian me Ellie all working together on our trips like it's just so fun um another high was taking time off for the summer something that has always been a dream a goal of mine and Brian's and we had the privilege to go to California all month of July and then spend a couple weeks in Telluride which when I wrote down these visions five years ago I was like but like also there was a lot of doubt there and the fact that we were like realize that vision make it come to life was just so powerful um another high was building this closer bond with brian obviously having another little human to take care of changes the dynamic but just making our relationship a priority and really learning how to communicate with each other in a different way and voice our needs and tell each other how we're feeling was such a high. Um, another high was working with the best clients. I have spent the past couple of years getting very clear on who I want to work with. And in 2022, I can confidently say there was not a client that I did not want to work with. Like I love all of my clients, even the ones that I don't want to work with, but getting to a place where I can tell who is going to be a good fit is such a cool feeling. And I'm excited to meet even more of those amazing people in 2023, because I have such a clear filter now of the people that are an absolute hell yes to work with. Um, another high is changing my self-concept. I didn't have much, I, I didn't have any self-concept of being a mom and a business owner. I think I touched on this already, but just the fact that I'm constantly reminded how our, our identity, our beliefs about ourselves are forever changing. The more intentional we are about ourselves, the more intentional we are about our life, the more our self-concept changes. And that has been something that I've been mind blown by of like, I used to not be this type of person and now I am. And it is so dope. It is so dope. And it makes me so excited for the new year because I'm going to take what I've learned about changing my self-concept and really hone in on this new goal, this new level that I am moving to and taking my, leaving anything that doesn't serve me from my old self-concept and bringing anything that does to this next level. And then the last high I mentioned earlier too, is hitting my revenue goal in my business by working less and taking time off to be a mom. Like that is such a high. I didn't think it was possible at one point and now it is. So now I know that anything that I what point at one point I think is impossible is going to be possible because I am in charge of creating that result. Even if it doesn't look the way that I think that I, that I thought that it was going to look. And even if the way that I got there is different, because that's always how it goes now, because I hit that goal, I get to sit and reflect and look at how I got there. I didn't know how I was going to hit my goal and take half the year off and work half the hours. I had no idea when I set that goal, but now that I reached it, I get to sit in this, this very evaluation process and look at how I did it. And then I get to repeat it for 2023 with more intention and more conviction. And I really want that for you. So you're not sold on doing this year in review. I'm telling you right now, this stuff is life changing. Okay. So I started with the highs because it's very important to always point out what's working first, because when we put it in our brain, 
to train our brain to look for what's wor working first. Whenever we're faced with uncertainty, whenever we're faced with a challenge, we don't automatically go to doom and gloom and negativity. Like our brains are wired for that. But the more you can practice being focused on like what's working, what's positive, the better results that you're going to create because the vibration in your body is much different when you're focusing on that. But now the lows are where the magic is. The lows are what you learn from your lessons. The lows are how I got to where I am right now. If I didn't celebrate my lows, celebrate my failures and mistakes, I would not be in this place in my business and my life. And I can confidently say that. So let's talk about them lows. Okay. So, I mean, a, a very immediate one is my father passing away. That was in fact a low, but also high because I'm able to experience grief and loss and sadness while holding positive emotions within me as well. And it's just such a beautiful dance. And I think every time that I experience grief and I experience loss, that it gives me more of a chance to be more of who I am. It makes me feel deeply. It makes me connect with people in a different way. And I'm very grateful. So while that is a low and it definitely rocked me, I also view it as a high because it's showing me how to be more of who I truly want to be in this world. Um, another low is postpartum. I mean, besides the fact that my hormones are raging, I prepared so much for postpartum. Like I prepared for my birth, which I didn't put that in my highs, but my birth was definitely a high. I did a whole podcast episode about it. So if you're curious about that, definitely listen, but postpartum, I planned, I planned, I, I read, I did all the things and who that rocked me. I was not prepared. Even though I prepared, I was not prepared. Those hormones are ruthless, man. Those first couple of weeks, the it's like I, I, I don't have as much postpartum anxiety now, but I did in the beginning and it was, can be so debilitating and want you to stay safe in the cave, which is so easy to do. Um, but I definitely experienced a, a lot of postpartum anxiety, some crazy intrusive, scary thoughts. And that was definitely a low. And it was so weird because I'm like having this dance between like euphoria with baby girl, because she's absolutely incredible. And then these like really scary low, I like could, it wouldn't allow me to access as much joy as I possibly could, because I was so afraid of something terrible happening. Like everything was so perfect, so perfect. It couldn't have been better. Everything. And I couldn't, I wouldn't allow myself to access that amazing this because I was so terrified of losing everything that I had. So I had to work through that. I'm still working through that, but it, it's a, it's a daily choice and it's not attaching to those thoughts. I definitely dealt with a lot of feelings of undeservingness and worthiness um, for the life that I'm living. And I had thoughts that made me feel that I, I didn't deserve it. So something was going to happen. That was like a cruel joke and take it all away, which you know, even saying it out loud just makes my body just tighten and tense. Um, so that was really low and I'm grateful for this work because it helped me work through it. But again, I'm not immune. <laughs> I still have to go through it and it doesn't feel good. And I still have to consciously choose to feel worthy every single day, because as soon as I stop thinking that I'm worthy and deserving of it, as soon as I stop realizing that it's choice is when I start to spiral. So another low 
was hiring a business coach, spending a ton of money on this business coach who turned out to be a scam. And I'll record a whole episode about this because this was an amazing lesson, but this one rocked me. This one rocked me. Um, I have invested in my business, no problem. And I had a call and my first mistake was making the decision three months postpartum. Should not have done that. Um, definitely in my, not in a state to make big financial decisions for my business. Um, but I hired this business coach and totally scammed me, you know, two weeks in, I, something didn't feel right. And I kept trying to convince myself that like, just keep showing up, keep following everything. She said, you're going to get there. And what I learned was she was having us go in circles. She was having us redo things. She didn't have anything for us. And at the end, she told us that there was no strategy. She was contradicting herself on every single call, talked about herself on every call, um, lied about the type of program. Like it was no bueno. However, I'm responsible for how I feel. And I did the work on myself and I did so much self-coaching on myself. Uh, but then when it got to the end and I, sh- I <laughs> when it got to the end and she, the strategy that I had been working on with her for three months said that like, don't do that strategy anymore. I lost it. And I just, you know, gave her all of my power. I felt like a victim. I was blaming and I had to really do a lot of work on myself to not give her all of that power. And I'm so glad that I did. And again, this is my biggest lesson because what I learned through this was a, to always trust your intuition, never say yes on a call. I need to like listen to my body instead of, um, feeling like listening to my body after the call process, the information that I received on the call. But the biggest thing that I learned was to stop outsourcing my power because I learning through being a mom and a business owner, just having that self-trust, having my own back, but like not Googling everything, not going to YouTube for everything. And then really like hiring someone that I thought, honestly, it was a quick fix. I thought it was going to be a shortcut back into running my business. And I heard what I wanted to hear, but not what she was actually saying. And I outsourced my power. I gave all of my power away. I was looking for an answer outside of myself. And through that process, I actually learned that I have everything I need and I know what I'm doing. And while I will always invest in my business and my brain, I now have a very specific criteria that I have to go through while A, picking a coach and then B, how I make my decision. And so without this experience, I would not have this process in place where when I'm making decisions, I can feel very confident and have my own back in them because of this lesson that I learned. So that was like amazing, like such a shitty experience, but also I learned so much, which at the end of the day was incredibly valuable. So even if the value that I exchanged was something I thought I was going to get different in return, I got something that is pretty much priceless. I learned so much through working with this business coach that turned out to be a scam so much. Like I, there was like, I have a long list of things that I learned that eventually I'll share with you, but for the point of this episode is without doing an evaluation, I would not have these lessons. I wouldn't have these lessons. I wouldn't have my strategies for the 
the obstacles that I'm going to face in 2023. It's just incredibly, incredibly important to do this. I'm telling you that you take at least 10 minutes to evaluate what worked in your year, what didn't work and what you're going to do differently. You will set yourself up big time. You want an intentional 2023? This is how you do it. This is how you do it, my friend. So those are the questions that you can ask yourself, really, truly, like look at your year as a whole, what worked, what didn't work, what are you doing differently next year? You can break it down into specific categories like career, personal life, finances, like you can break it down and get more specific, Um, or you can join me tonight. If you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday, I have a free reflection and intention setting workshop at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I'm going to do this with my community. I'm doing this with my clients, past clients, just the gals that I love working with. And if you're listening to this podcast episode, the day that it comes out and you want accountability and the space to do this, join us tonight. It's going to be so much fun. Um, if you can't make it, no big deal. Um, you can watch the replay if you sign up for the reflection workshop. Uh, but it's just, you know, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about it because this practice has changed my life and it's changed my business. Every time that I do this, something incredible happens the next year. And I can always look back at the moment that I learned something and applied it and implemented it moving forward. And I don't just do these um, evaluations once a year. I do them throughout the year, but I do find that if you're new to doing evaluations, it's always very helpful to do at the end of the year. Because if you don't take the time to reflect, you're most likely going to fall back into old patterns and habits and repeat common mistakes. And you're going to continue to get the results that you're getting. And if you don't like your current results, you got to change them. But before you change them, you got to see why you're getting your current results. It's just how it works. So if you do this process, there's two things I want you to remember. Number one, take off the hat of judgment. If you didn't hit your goals, you're not where you think you're supposed to be, drop the judgment. Invite in curiosity and compassionate, compassion instead. If you can hold compassion for yourself in your heart and have grace for where you're currently at, you will be able to reflect, learn, and grow. That's number one. Number two, I want you to hold this thought that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You might be thinking that you might be, need to be further along than you are. And I'm going to just offer to you that you're not supposed to be anywhere, but currently where you're at in your current reality in this given moment in time. Because whatever you're going through right now in this moment of time is exactly the thing that you need to get you to where you want to go. Every challenge that you face, every setback, every victory, every win is the exact fuel that you will need to get to that next step, to get to that next level if you choose to look at it in that way. You're not supposed to be any further than you are, okay? I know we get this like rush of like, I'm supposed to have this amount. I'm supposed to be married. I'm supposed to be more successful. I'm supposed to be this. I'm supposed to be that. And I'm just going to offer that you're not. Okay. Just meet yourself where you're at. Have some compassion for yourself. Be curious about the results that you have. Be curious about the, the mistakes, the failures, the missteps, because that curiosity is going to lead to a gold mine going to lead to a gold mine of information. It's going to lead to lessons. It's going to lead to amazing wisdom that you have within yourself. It's incredible, but you cannot access that wisdom if you're judging yourself. So please, 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 if you do this review with or without me, do not judge yourself. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back, or if you're multitasking, 
bring it back here just for a second. You cannot access your internal guidance system. You cannot access the treasure trove of wisdom and information that resides within you at all times. If you are judging yourself, if you're putting pressure on yourself, if you're being mean or hard or critical. So as you do this process, make sure that you invite in loving thoughts, compassion for yourself, and most importantly, curiosity. Okay. Okay. Well, I just want to reiterate how much I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your time. I hope that I get to see you this evening as we do the year end review where we do reflection and planning and intention setting for 2023. If I don't see you this evening, I look forward to continuing to support you into 2023. I have some fun things that I am looking forward to sharing with you on my journey, everything that I'm learning um, as I'm becoming more of who I meant to be in this world because I am currently in this transformation. And when I'm leveling up, the people that I am connecting with also get to level up with me. So I'm excited to share with you my journey as well. As always, if you have any um, concepts, topics that you want covered, if you have any podcast interview guest um, recommendations, I love to hear it all. So please don't hesitate to send it my way on Instagram. If any any episode resonates with you, I love to hear it. I love talking to you. Nothing makes me happier than getting a DM from someone that listens to the podcast that I get to say thank you really in real time for listening to the show and answering any questions. So I'm here for it. I'm here for you. I love you so much. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of the year and you start 2023 how you want to do it. Not how anyone else is telling you to do it, but really being connected to who you are and who you want to be in the world. All right, my friend, until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it. Until next time.